Perverted, brought to you by Sputnik Africa. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Afroverdic podcast with your host Victor Anakin. Annually, on the 8th of September, the world celebrates International Journalism Solidarity Day to remind us of the important responsibility journalists have of providing the public with information. This day was selected for this occasion in memory of the famous Czech journalist Julius Fucic, who was executed by Nazi soldiers during World War II for his critique towards the fascist regime. Today, I'm joined by dear friends and colleagues, Teboche Mokoto, radio host at Gabs FM in Botswana, Manian Yango, digital journalist from The Star in Kenya, Zinzi Swamani, producer and researcher from South Africa, as well as Nobile Chile, journalist with The Chronicle, hailing all the way from Zimbabwe. really great to hear from you guys again welcome yeah it's great to join you victor i'm very happy to be here um good to see you guys after 10 years yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's been a while yeah it certainly feels that way you know thank you for the invitation no no you're welcome thanks a lot for your time and really appreciate you guys making the effort to join us today so let's start off with the first point on our agenda so to say and Let's have a brief discussion about the stereotypes that you have encountered when reading through foreign media about Africa. I think many can take that one. Um, all right. I, I knew that you were going to mention me, so I was ready. <laughs> um, I think for us here in Africa, we've really um, encountered a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And even um, our president, our Kenyan president, um, I didn't know he would say that during his opening speech for the Africa Climate Summit, but he said, you know, Africa is known to the world as the continent with diseases, the continent with hunger, with poverty, with um, internal conflicts, political um, violence and stuff. But Africa really has great things, you know, to showcase in the world. Just note uh, whatever we've been stereotyped as because we know we have very educated people we have good researchers we have natural resources we have a lot of things aside from being reported as this poor continent which needs you know direction which needs uh, funding all the time and and also you know you also mentioned that africans are coming to the table not to be treated fa- not, not to be treated differently but fairly fairly in a manner that you are giving uh you know you are talking about a certain topic, involve them. You are giving out grants, give them equally in each and every country. Know that because Africa is poor, we are given a certain amount, you know, and then now loans, bombarders and stuff. So we, we just want to be, you know, portrayed as good people, people with uh, natural resources, people with good governance, people who really know what's happening outside the world, not just in Africa, but also, um, and also to be given opportunity in the highest tables, you know, when, when they discuss things, climate change, when they discuss things, COVID, when they discuss things, um, poverty, uh, exploitation and importation and other stuff. Mm. I believe, <clears throat> Victor, if I, if I may step in. Sure, sure, sure. Go ahead, please. I, I believe, uh, you know, it's, 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 um, I share the same sentiments with uh, many of my colleagues from Kenya, many Anyanko, when she notes 
these particular stereotypes. I mean, Africa has evolved, but in, in, in Africa's evolution, you know, we still remember that picture with the vulture and the child stooping mm. over. Because, you know, that, that, was, that set uh, the, the precedence in terms of now having a stereotype perpetuated up till now in terms of Africa. You know, you talk Africa, you are talking ad- abject poverty, like many mentioned. And a lot of the people out there don't have an idea of the good that happens in Africa. They don't have an idea of the fact that there's tourism here, there's beautiful safaris. Well, we are known for safaris, but at the same time, they don't have an idea of the lifestyle. You know what I mean? If I may put it that way, you can go to restaurants, go clubbing. We have electricity, running water, and all of these things. And these are things that people are not aware of because they're given one spectrum of a vast uh, array of things that they should be seeing from the African continent, I think. And I think as journalists, we have a responsibility, uh, you know, as I've noted in our previous engagements to say, we have a responsibility to really make sure that there's um, there's a balanced view of uh, things. There's a balanced view of the African continent. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you on the balance because, I mean, in any part of the world, bad things happen. It's just our life. You know, life isn't easy and things go south anywhere on the planet. So it's important not only to cover those negative events, but to sort of highlight the positive things that happen on the continent as well, which are numerous. I mean, like um, yeah. and you've mentioned, it's a, it's a beautiful continent. And each country has its own unique uh, attraction sort of thing. I mean, mm. it's it's ridiculous to sort of portray the one and then ignore the other. It's really uh, one of those things where we now uh, see the push to say we can't paint, we can't always say Africa. Mm. You know, it's not a country. It's not Africa. We, we need to know that there's Kenya, there's Botswana, there's South Africa, there's Zimbabwe. In Zimbabwe, there's Victoria Falls. Botswana has diamonds. South Africa, you know, it needs to be, it needs to come to that level. And I think as journalists also, we need to really, solidarity, speaking solidarity, of course, we need to be really uh, united or connected enough or networked enough to tell the story from those perspectives, from in, in from our countries into each other's countries. You know what I mean? If many wants to know what's happening in Botswana, call me up. Mm. Talk to a journalist who's on the ground who knows. Don't go on Google. Don't go online. Call a journalist who's on the ground who can speak to the situation directly. If I want to know what's happening in Kenya, I, I call many Ayango in Kenya talk to, to talk to many. If I want to know what's happening in Russia, I reach out to my colleagues in Russia. Victor, what's happening in Russia? I hear one, two, three, four. Can you speak to the issue on the ground? I think that's the responsibility we need to take up. Yeah, definitely. Actually, speaking of this, um, a colleague of mine, a friend rather, called me last night. Uh, he got a message from an Iranian uh, news channel uh, that writes in Arabic. Well, obviously, he doesn't speak Arabic and he can't read it, but there was a photo of the BRICS banknote. Mm. And someone told him that BRICS has issued a new currency. Uh, so he called oh. me and was like, hey, what's going on with that? I was like, no, I mean, it's not not quite that. It was just a symbolic gesture from the Russian ambassador to South Africa who gave it as a gift 
to the ambassador of the United Arab Emirates in South Africa. So that, you see, that, that's how misinformation spreads. But I admired his effort to go out of his way and actually call and find out what is actually going on instead of just blatantly believing what, whatever, whoever wrote that, that it's a new BRICS currency that has already been issued. Kobile, what's your, what's your take on this? I think this is a very interesting topic uh, in the sense that um, Africa is one of the developing continents. As a developing continent, we have had challenges where in the past, even our education was really biased towards the Western ideologies. And uh, our African people were not as educated. I can give an, an example of uh, journalism in Zimbabwe, the, how it, it has progressed. Initially, stories about Africans were only about being in a bar, what is happening in the suburbs as opposed to what Africans can do to develop the country. But now, with uh, the emergence of uh, African-trained journalists, we are seeing the full spectrum of uh, Zimbabwe being told at, at, at a broader level. And uh, this is uh, the case with most African countries. In the past, we had um, journalists, international journalists, coming to tell African stories. But now, African journalists are challenging these narratives where you have someone t- coming to talk about your country, in your country, as if you don't exist in that country. So I, I think it is um, times are changing for the continent and times are changing for my country where I think now we, we Zimbabweans, we dominate the narratives about Zimbabwe and we challenge the stereotypes about the country anyway. All right, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, no, I think what you guys are doing, as you described, is pretty important. Asserting the narrative of your own country, I think that's quite applaudable. Because the the West does it. They portray their countries the way they want their countries to be seen. So why can't African countries do the same thing? Absolutely. I mean, you, you, you've, we've seen it with the West, uh, basically, where we've been convinced of concepts. We've been convinced of certain stereotypes through things that you'd even take lightly, movies, mm. you know, music. And these things have painted an image of the West that is not necessarily... Uh, correct because we don't get to see the bad parts. We only see the good parts. And and now when it comes to Africa, it's always vice versa where we see the bad parts and not the good parts. So I think this balance, we need to, you know, grow towards working on it. As Nobile had mentioned, we're a developing continent. And um, in that development, uh, I think also our, our consciousness maybe or our alertness or let me call it lack of ignorance we are, we are moving away from being ignorant about this particular aspect of our our continent and moving towards realizing that it's necessary to create a balanced image if not also look into how you brand and market your continent to mm. the rest of the world so journalists i think really have a big role to play when it comes to telling the story and giving it balance looking at objectivity uh objectivity um uh, practices that we have in the in the in the in the in the in the field all right thanks man zinzi what about you um when i think about the stereotypes about africa most of the stories that um published about africa usually would center on uh conflict or war um poverty um corruption um these are some of the stereotypes that we see and um issues relating to migration 
xenophobia. Basically, Africa in a very bad light. You never see some of the good stories that come out of the region. Um, it's usually all the bad stuff that happens this, this side of the world. So those are some of the stereotypes that um, I've encountered while reading through foreign media. All right, thanks, guys. What's your opinion on methods to promote solidarity amongst journalists? All right, um, I, I think um, it's not just about journalism. Um, solidarity is needed across all the spectrum of society. Uh, you can't be an island in anything that you do, because if you do so, the moment you fall, no one will help you, will never take your hand to, to help you move again. So as journalists, we also need solidarity, not just from the media sector, mm. because as journalists, we don't exist for ourselves. We exist to communicate, to make our audiences understand what is happening within the societies that they live in. So as journalists, we are actually victims when it comes to information communication, because at some point you will communicate things that some people might not like, but you are, you are actually providing them with that information, even if they don't like it. And sometimes it puts you in a very bad position where you are victimized politically, even socially. But um, the society and the media at large needs to have this kind of sol solidarity where journalists are protected and supported as they perform their day-to-day -day duties. Okay, let me take, let me uh, put my, my two cents into that one. I think uh, Nobile summed it up beautifully, in fact. Um, it's very, very important for us to be united because I'm realizing something and I, I'm sure all of you with your keen eye have also seen it. The geopolitical tensions now have uh, sort of spilled into journalism and sort of uh, now created this uh, push where journalists are actively blocked. Say Russian journalists are being blocked from partaking in certain um, uh, events and so forth, something that we found out when we were in Russia. I think things like that are very appalling. Journalism should is, is an oversight kind of job. It, it's global, you know, it, it is above everything else. So I think we need to be united enough as journalists to realize or be, yeah, or, 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 or foster solidarity amongst ourselves enough both locally in terms of Africa and internationally or globally, enough to really make sure that nothing that happens or any event that happens in globally ends up uh, dividing or getting into the journalist, journalism space in a way that it interferes with journalists' jobs, whether they're from that source of the problem or they're not from the source of, you know, the conflict or conflict or, 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 or situation or that particular event. So I think it's very necessary for us to support each other. If, like I was saying earlier, if, you know, you want to cross over to Botswana, feel free to, let's use the networks to research, reach out, find out if there are journalists that you can talk to in that in those particular locations so that we maintain the objectivity because I think journalists have to always be looked at from a different perspective. As a journalist, I can't be barred from going in to look for news or going in to attend events anywhere in the world simply because of geopolitics or political things. We are outside of politics as an oversight, um, as an oversight kind of job. 
So I think it's important for us to really support each other on this one. For those of you that have just tuned in, you're with your host, Victor Anakin, on Afro Verdict, brought to you by Sputnik Africa. Okay, so we're busy discussing how solidarity among journalists can help the African continent get rid of the stereotypes in the media and portray the continent as the amazing and beautiful place that it is. Let's go. I do with my colleagues. Sorry again, I've, I've, I've gone back to the noisy place. You know, this journalistic thing is crazy. One, one minute you are here, the next you are there. Yeah. So uh, I I agree with my colleagues 100%. And you know, um, there's a say that says, if you want to go, what is it? If you want to go wherever, do with this. And if you want to go far, you know, do enjoy other people. So if, if, if we come together as journalists, you know, we can easily debunk things that are being misinterpreted. Misinterpret- we can, you know, as, as as African journalists, we can decide that, yo, guys, we, we are going to speak one voice, right? We are going to say enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And we've been, you know, labeled as this and this and this. And it's 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 time for us to speak in one voice and work in solidarity. Mm-hmm each other because i have realized in most cases that as much as we are competitors in you know i work for this media house i work for this but all in all at the, at the end of the day we are serving one purpose to inform the public mm. so we really need to work together in everything so maybe if 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 uh tabs have another story and i don't have he'll give me and i'll give it to my audiences if i have a story that can resonate well with Teb's audiences. I can give it to him. Working together is something that can really help us as journalists, you know, move forward. Yeah, yeah, no, it goes back to the game theory. Win-win is always more profitable than win-lose. So in that sense, yeah, totally agree with you. And I also think that perhaps society should also review the role of journalists in society. Uh, For example... Journalists are obviously a bit more well-informed about the region they work with than the general public, right? Because they have to deal with all sorts of stories. They have to dig for facts, history, politics, economics, all of that. And I think when it comes to debunking certain stereotypes, then journalists are the people to go to for information because after all the research that they've done, they are more likely to have a balanced opinion about what's going on there. For example, I know a lot of Russian people that really want to go visit South Africa, but they're afraid because they've heard from someone that is like super dangerous and you'll get robbed, you'll get killed and this and that. And I tell them like, look, man, I, I grew up there. I've lived there for 15 years. And they're like, what, as, as a white man, how is that even possible? And I was like, well, because it's, it's a country like any other country. It's no big deal. Just don't be a fool. And, you know, don't go into bad neighborhoods because whether you're black, white, green or yellow, something bad is bound to happen. Other than that, you just live like a normal person, like on any other place, planet. So, yeah, in terms of that, I think, like I said, the role that journalists play in society, perhaps it could be a, a bit more person to person, if you guys get what I mean. Mm, absolutely. I mean, I, 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 I understand it completely. I think, um, like like you've put it, Vic, 
to speak to different Asian societies, especially now when the where there is a lot of misinformation. I think it's 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 very critical that we are able to uh, dispel that in a way that, of course, is uh, is coming from a place of um, credibility. You know what I mean? So it's 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 very critical. I think um, in terms of uh, promoting solidarity amongst journalists, one of the things that we can do um, to promote that is 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 through diversity and inclusion. And this is through encouraging diversity in our newsrooms um, to ensure that there's a wider perspective and experiences that can just enhance that type of solidarity and also create spaces for for journalists to um, to engage constructively. Um, and uh, these this can um can 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 help in the solidarity in a certain way because when you have um such you are creating constructive uh discussion about the work and the challenges and the future um of journalism um, and other things include um, having things like professional associations, um, the type of organizations that can just assist journalists come together and also have support networks and things like um, journalism awards. Yeah, yeah. I know that all of you have had the opportunity to visit different countries and sort of get a look at the region with your own two eyes. So what experiences can you guys describe that broadened your perspective on the world in general and on the media space more specifically? Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, like, you know, the word uh, when they say believe it until you see it, don't believe it until you see it. So I think most of the people in the world should use it because um, there are a lot of propagandas around the world that unless you go yourself and experience what's happening is when you're like, okay, cool. I, I guess from here, I won't uh, be believing everything I read, but uh, everything I read. But then again, these are our fellow journalists who do this work, right? So in every country, there are different things that are happening. Um, there are internal affairs, which, you know, we all can't get involved in them. And it's normal. We are a world of which, you know, everyone is evolving um, uh, mentally and other things. So what, what you think of today is not what you'll think of in the next coming weeks. So uh, one thing I'd, I'd like to point out is, you know, let's, let's do some more research uh, in in, in whatever that's happening, can we just all um, be open-minded, you know, and just not to believe in everything that's being presented to us? Let us, as 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 like our our career is more of research. Do the due diligence to what's happening around the world because everything is available, and if if you really need a viewpoint from someone else who can, you know, indulge in it, kindly do so, and let's not just report uh, anything that's happening. Let's try and report correctly on what's really happening. Like, for example, the, the story on, on Gabo, you know, there were so many things that, that were happening there. So us as, as scribes, what, what did we do differently from 
what was being presented on TV, you know. So let's let's indulge more on research. And if you have an opportunity to go to a country that that you feel is being reported or misreported, um, it would be better, you know, to just feed your audiences with correct with correct information, not positive information, but correct information, you know. Okay, yes, there there are wars that are happening, but are you reporting them correctly? You you might say, oh, there are no wars, but no, like let's just strive towards correct reporting. So that's my parting shot. <laughs> In terms of um, experiences that have broadened my perspective on the media, it's basically just reading and also traveling and seeing the world and seeing how other people do things in different parts of the world. Uh, Most recently, my trip to Russia has opened my eyes a lot to see how other people on the other side of the world do things so that those type of experiencing learning constantly learning these are things that can broaden your 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 perspective on how you see the world and and how you see the media well um in terms of really uh you know speaking to what many anyango has spoken about uh, experiences that have broadened my perspective in terms of media and the global media platform and what's actually happening. I think us traveling to uh, traveling to Russia or to Moscow, then St. Petersburg, and just really the shock that uh, we, we experienced as a team from Africa arriving that side, a team of journalists, because uh, we had realized that there was uh, discrepancies in terms of what's been reported and what's actually happening on the ground. We expected something else simply because of what we've been consuming. Um, in terms of what's been reported from that region by media. So, you know, it it, it really opened up or even highlighted why um, solidarity among journalists is very important because, I mean, we, we, are, we are two worlds apart. So if you are given one spectrum of any any event or any situation, you are not going to be able to assess it holistically because you are constantly fed one spectrum to a point that it creates a reality so it starts to seem like that's all that there is and i think this is very irresponsible in terms of uh, international journalism and how we do our work as journalists it's really quite it was really quite a shock so i think it it really um broadened my perspective and uh, really showed me how important it is to do the same for Africa because Africa is also painted with one one brush like it's it's every it's diseases famine war civil war um and of course these things are happening in africa but there's also so much more that is happening you know what i mean so i think we have a responsibility to really um iron out or tell the story in in a way that's objective enough to give the reader uh, an objective view of the situation, then they make that decision from that.
Guys, what an amazing discussion we've just had. Thanks so much for joining me today on Afro Verdict. It was really amazing to speak to all of you again, really. But in regards to journalist solidarity, uh, let's wish all the journalists out there a great weekend and our message of the need to stick together and collaborate closer to fix the problem of stereotypes and lacking objective information. Dear listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's episode because I certainly had a great time conversing with my friends once again. Don't forget that you can listen to our AfroVerdict podcast on various platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Podcast Addict, Deezer, Pocket Casts, and AfriPods. Check out our Sputnik Africa Telegram channel, TikTok account, and other socials to always stay up to date on global and local events. That'll be all for today. So you'll hear from you on Tuesday. And until then, I bid you all farewell. And may all of you have a great and amazing weekend. Bye. Afro Verdict, brought to you by Sputnik Africa.